1: Here we go, 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 this is it!
2: This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow pow pow! I'm saying the lady say what? Welcome, it's the Friday morning episode, Top Flight Time Machine, the weekend lies before us like a a, a tempting lagoon, let's Mm. say. I don't know why I said that. There we I go. I think
1: it's it, more like a puppy lying on its back, oh. its big pink tongue lolloping out the side <laughs> of it out, with its eyes looking at you like, tickle me, Tabby. Tickle me, Tabby. Come <laughs> on, Dad, tickle me, Tabby. That's what the weekend is That's looking the at weekend. like. That's the weekend.
2: And yeah. it'll all be wriggling all over the place once you start tickling it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, bring it on. God, yeah. I love the weekend. What are you doing <laughs> this weekend, So I've got any plans?
1: Well, it's my dad. It was my dad's eightieth on Tuesday, but I didn't see him. He went out with his numerous siblings. He all, all right. Who wanted to out for lunch? But on to, to on Saturday, we're having a little tea party. Oh. I say little. It's all of his numerous children and all of our <laughs> numerous children <laughs> all round at my brother's house, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Who knows? So well, maybe.
2: We're going to be fine for any thoughts next week, then.
1: Well, who knows? Well, I I hope that... You know what? What what do I hope? I hope that that it's a time for love, Mm -hmm. that we are all able to express our love for my father and, Mm -hmm. indeed, for each other, because family's so important. And we can all say, Dad, not only do we love you... But also, we love what you helped build here with this family, and we know that there's been ups and downs, and we know you haven't always been perfect. But who is perfect? Now is the time for letting go mm-hmm. of any emotional baggage, any mm. anger or bitterness, yeah, and remembering definitely. that love is is the most important thing. And he goes, son, or whoever you know, I I envisage it being me doing the most inspirational speech, but I'm fine if someone else does. Although. I just think I'm the I best think it one should be you. better, you've you've, you've that,
2: generated the idea, yeah, yeah
1: yeah, and i'm 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 a good speaker. you are right? yeah I am yeah. I'm a powerful speaker. Not only are you
2: would... Britain's top journalist, you're also one of Britain's top broadcasters.
1: Yeah, that's right. and I think that I've got what it takes, but you know, someone else wants to have a crack. fair enough a <laughs> cat, <mate. But laughs> I'm right behind you. but you've no. got thirty seconds and then he says, listen. I know I haven't been the perfect father at times, but I have always loved all of you and I'm sorry for you know, the things that I've done, but you know, I have always loved you and I'm a human being and uh, you know and, and that's difficult. All parents are human beings and sometimes you don't realise that when you're growing up. You expect them to be perfect or ideal and it, it just isn't possible and I'm flawed but I, I love all of you and I'm proud of all of you. And Sam, I'm particularly proud of you. But I'm proud of all of you. Mm. Okay, blah, blah, blah. It could go something like that. I mean, I'm doing an idealised version, but whatever. Uh, What it could end up with is me throwing offal at him.
2: Again, yeah.
1: Because he'll have turned up, we'll have made quite a big effort to Mm. lay on something nice. And he could turn up like he's doing us all a favour. And has got the right fucking hump that we've dragged him out of his rig. To to attend this event Yeah,
2: on the weekend If
1: if anyone um, If anyone expresses anything Even remotely sentimental Mm -hmm. Like, you know Even mentioning the word love Or Mm. family or how important He'll roll his eyes and belittle you for it Yeah And and then he'll just cunt you off About something fundamental to do with your existence And then, you know I don't know if there's going to be awful Being served a lot, uh, you know Obviously, there'll be a few vegetarians there. It's supposed to be a tea party with kids. Kids don't tend to like offal, do they?
2: Not really. No, it's not. What? Not the young ones these days, I don't think, are into the offal quite so much as, yeah. say, we were when we were younger. <coughs>
1: yeah, so.
2: But um it'll end in tears, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, well, I'm saying that if there's not a lot of offal there, then I might have to throw some cake. Yeah, uh, will it be trifle, at, I'm just, maybe? Trifle? I'm just, at, I'm just looking at my microphone here, mate, and right. I'm paranoid because we had a few lampards getting in touch going, oh, I wasn't happy with the audio levels on the last two episodes. Yeah, well, fucking listen to a podcast where the audio levels are right, even if the content's Shit. Well,
2: anyway. I, I, I I can't disagree with them to be fair. But
1: okay, but listen, I'm a bit worried because the bars when I talk are going right up to max, even though I'm holding the microphone quite far away. Are they? But that's not right, is it?
2: Well, I, I wouldn't think so. Are there are there audio input settings on it for sound levels oh, that you've fucking, messed with?
1: Let's try and fucking find. I out. don't know. Input. Right. This
2: is descending into a farce already. <laughs> In the meantime, can I just yeah. um I'll just while you're doing that, I'll just talk briefly about I did see a post about your dad's eightieth birthday by your brother didn't Theo you Yeah, by your brother oh, Theo yeah. the other day. Yeah. And I I didn't say that you posted anything about your dad's birthday, but Theo did. Well, like, do you
1: know what um, I did? I fucking sent my dad a message. Because I didn't did not need to you? like it's like it's like couples who go, I love you so much on Facebook. It's like I'm fucking living my <laughs> life. I'll tell it to her fucking face. I don't have to tell her on Facebook. I find it astounding when people do that stuff. Um but anyway, yeah, <clears you know>, that's <throat> very nice of my brother to post something for I'm not criticising him, but what I am saying is is that I sent my dad a message, it was heartfelt, and uh I did I get a fucking response? Did I fuck? <laughs> was it was it was
2: it just a text message or like a voice message?
1: So what's that, mate? Which I think. Yeah. On a group I, I, or one to one? No, it was a one to one WhatsApp. And it was. I think a WhatsApp's quite good. I think it's more meaningful than a text. Yeah. But less of a Is hassle it... than actually doing something with your voice.
2: Yeah, well, it's easy to do a WhatsApp voice message, though, isn't it? You could have done that. You know oh, and he could have heard people, your voice on his birthday.
1: Some people do that. No. Uh, anyway, what did my brother's message say about my dad's? birthday Well, it birthday? wasn't. It
2: wasn't specifically it just mentioned your dad's birthday in passing and passing. It. It just said that they'd watched the Jimmy Graves documentary together. Oh yeah. That we were talking yeah, about yeah. the other day. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought I'd mention that and just reiterate it again because I hadn't seen the documentary when we mentioned it last week. Fucking hell! What a great film that was. Have you seen it? We got no, BT Sport. No, I've got to
1: watch it. I've got to watch it. I have got BT Sport. You've got to watch, to watch it. It again. is I've... so
2: good. It is, is it, so good.
1: Is it as good as the clip of him going mad at the Weathermen on TVAM? That's not.
2: That's not included. Sadly, uh,
1: that's that's the best thing I've seen this year.
2: That's not included. Sadly, it's a more serious portrait of the man. Uh, it doesn't actually touch on his TVM years whatsoever, <laughs> oh, and there's only a small amount about the Saint Greaves years. Really, but it's all about it's all about his well, you know, his football career, and then his, um, his alcoholism. Drinking. It is yeah. really, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll got to see it. it. I was a big fan. My brother, I did see that post my brother did as it happens, and I saw another one of him and a photo of him with Jimmy Greaves, which is a, a remarkable picture. I said to him on Twitter, you want to get that framed, mate? Mm. Because I was like, fucking hell. That's almost like if there was a picture somewhere of me with... Well, there is a picture of me with Trevor Brookin, I suppose, which is similar. But it's obviously Lineker and Hanson are getting in the way in that picture as well. Getting photoshopped out. A a picture of me with Bobby Moore.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Fucking incredible. Or you with Kevin Phillips.
2: You could get that picture of you and Brookin... Uh, and Lineker and Hansen and get it photoshopped and get the Lineker and Hansen <laughs> replaced by me and another picture of me <laughs> I'm actually going to do that <laughs> I'm So you've got quite into
1: Photoshop recently So
2: you've got the Lady Brooklyn, Dawson and Dawson on the same picture
1: that is a brilliant idea and that could be the new, I'm thinking maybe later this year we should change up our Top Flight Time Machine logo and I think that would be a strong contender. I think it would be. <laughs> because I think it would be suitably confusing to would-be listeners as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: What is this right. and why are there? What is this? There's
1: two Andy Dawson, Sandlady <laughs> and then that like, Trevor Brookins with them as well. <laughs> what, is the, what is the high concept? What is the format? Because so, so many podcasts now have formats, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, what it is, is it's called Two Brookings and a Dawson. And every week we get a different celebrity guest on. And by celebrity, I mean another My podcaster. My mate. Yeah, exactly. A podcaster, basically. Uh, and he comes yeah. on, and we say, OK, here's the concept. You're on an island with Trevor Brookin and two Andy Dawson's. We want to know what you cook them
2: what film you show them
1: and how you fuck them go oh well I really thought long and hard about this <laughs> and I thought what kind of dish would two Andy Dawson's and Trevor Brookin all enjoy and in the end the only thing I could think of was liver and onions
2: <laughs> I come up with a new idea for a podcast called Fantasy Corner Shop Now, what it is, I get one of my podcast mates to come round, and he tells me if he was to open a corner shop, what would be the six items he would stock above anything else in the corner shop. And at the end, at the end, end, he tells me how he would deal with a bat wielding intruder. (laughs) That's the fun bit at the end.
1: Oh, my God, yeah, podcasting's <laughs> eaten itself, hasn't it? Oh, well. oh, God, yeah. It was fun while it lasted.
2: Uh, we've pivoted at the video, haven't we, obviously? Yeah. If you're, uh If you're not it- aware, we've released our first film this week, uh, exclusively to the Iron Filing Society members, although it will be coming to everyone quite soon because really? it's... Yeah, I thought that's what we agreed, wasn't it? Yeah, it just...
1: is, but I don't, I don't want to be too open about that because I'm thinking that we could use this as bait to get more eyes. I didn't say when. I
2: mean, it might be like you know July, but um, if p- you're impatient, and season.
1: If you're impatient and all the best people are, you'll probably just want to spend that three pound now just to see the, yeah. the film. That some people are tipping for glory at the Cannes Lions or the what? Well, no, not Cannes Lions. Cannes Film Festival. maybe even the Oscars who knows you
2: should be spending £3 to get immediate access to 39 fucking Melchester Odyssey episodes that's what you should be spending it for
1: yeah
2: you goons idiots they'll be coming along soon for the um,
1: the Melchester Rovers is the best stuff is the best fun thing we've done
2: but that's going to be starting free for everyone in about four weeks and they'll find out then they'll realise and they'll realise they've been a mug for missing out for so long but that's life innit that's life
1: it's always too late. By the time you realise you've been a mug, it's always too late, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. You've always been stitched up. I um, told you
1: about the time I got mugged off. I got mugged off. Uh, the worst mugging off I've ever experienced, mm. really, real mugging off, was I was working, uh, I had a job in, so, oh, it was during my period as editor in chief of Britain's best and only men's CD ROM magazine, Enter.
2: Would you believe that I could actually see my copy of Enter from here? Have you it's put just that a,
1: in your disk drive it's yet? Just it. <laughs> no, it's just across there.
2: No, it's still shrink-wrapped.
1: There's some all like, right stuff on there, I think. You know, on on, on issue one, we interviewed Jerry Adams.
2: <laughs> you said
1: you mentioned that, yeah. Okay, oh, no. God. <laughs> Kylie, Jerry Adams, oh, we had them all. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we <laughs> we were. I, I was. I've been working really late, and I was really tired and disorientated. And I think I'd had a couple of desk cans as well. Yeah, which, you know. Back in those days, in the old men's magazine game, desk cans were pretty standard, right, once it got past 6pm. So I'd been on the desk cans, um, I'd locked up the office on my own, I'd walked across the street to the NatWest cash point opposite, and I was st- it, it being Soho, even though it was late, it was quite busy, and I was standing in a line for this cash point, and as I got to the front and blearily started to w- type in my number and withdraw the, the money... I uh, Would you like £5 sh-
2: pounds or £10? Exactly. <laughs> I. Uh, I.
1: Would you like a cheque? I, I had a tap on my shoulder. I looked round and some bloke was standing there and he pointed at the floor and went, is that yours? And I looked down and there was 20 quid on the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went, uh, and I was sort of, rather than just saying no, I got sort of went, uh, I don't know, it might be. And he went, I think I just saw it fell out of your pocket. So I, I said, oh, all right <clears throat> so I bent down and um, picked it up. Mm-hmm. And then when I stood back up again, I returned to my business at the cash point only to find that the card and the money had gone. Oh. And the I sw- sw- turned back again to see the guy who tapped me on the shoulder and he had disappeared into thin air. so. I thought, fuck, what's going on here? Well, I found out because I spoke to the old Bill about it. And they said, yeah, this is a scam that's been going on around Soho. Uh, they Basically, what happens is that one bloke is in the... There was a phone box behind me. And what he did was he watched me from behind and he followed... As I punched in my um, pin number, mm. he followed the uh, sequence, the movements of my hand on the phone pad in the phone box. See what right, I mean? Right, yeah. So, Because it's the same layout of numbers. Yeah. So if he saw me go up one, across two, mm-hmm. down one, he just followed it, right? Yeah. And that typed in the number that he reckoned that I had done. At that point, I do the withdrawal, and just to the point, that you that remember your card comes out before your money, doesn't yeah. it, right? That is when his mate taps me on the shoulder, says, is that 20 quid yours? Right. <coughs> And then a third cunt, who stood behind me in the mm-hmm. line, as I bend down to pick up the 20 quid, he leans forward, nicks my cash card, and the three of them all disappear in different directions, mm-hmm. meet up round the corner, and before I know what the fuck's going on and cancel my card... you get clean out. ...they clean out my yeah, cash yeah. cash withdrawal. Anyway, I was so impressed by this that I couldn't even be angry. I was yeah, like, this is, a sen- this is a sensational grift. And I doffed my cap to you. Mm. Um, the, it was actually a security guard in my office who, uh, I went back across the street. I don't know why I wanted to remonstrate with him. And he was an old man. And it quickly became clear he was a racist man. He goes, <laughs> I'll tell you that'll be, Crochians. And I <laughs> went, <"Who?"> anyway, <laughs> London's full of them now. Cro- They're Croations. up to all sorts of scams. <laughs> Crochians <laughs> from Crocher. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> what do you mean, like Davosuka and Alan Boxich? Yeah, that's them. The cunts in the checkerboard shirts. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was... I felt, I've i never felt so mugged off. And, yeah, it was hard to be angry. Mm. And in the end, HSBC gave me my money back anyway. So, it was, and did in you... a way, it was, it was worth it for the anecdote.
2: I was going to say, you could have used it in an edition or a disc... Or whatever it is of the magazine <laughs> as well, couldn't you, for, for content? I think,
1: I think I probably would have done how not to get... You know, there's always <laughs> yeah. how-tos in men's magazines. Yeah, and yeah. Like, How not to get mugged off. Or I might have flipped it around and said, how to mug people off at the cash point. <gasps> get Right, number one, get two mates. Ideally quotients, because <laughs> they're good at this sort of thing, but it could be anyone. Yeah. Right? But I think, unfortunately, as I have said, sadly and unfairly, um, ENTER only lasted two days. Edition slash discs before
2: yeah. it went broke. <laughs> and I've got 50% of them. money to try and track yeah. down the other one. Uh,
1: what one have you got? Have you got Lisa I've got the first one. Uh,
2: Amanda
0: Holden? I talk, it's Amanda Holden, first one. Yeah.
2: Jalapeño.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
1: Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
2: Jalapeño. I'll yep. tell
1: you that Amanda Holden was furious about me running that picture Because it wasn't a shoot she did for us It right. was a shoot that she'd done for a, a well-known photographer of the time um, Who's Scouse actually And he goes to me I was literally <laughs> trying to arrange a, a celebrity photo shoot for issue one But that's hard when you're a brand new mag that no one's heard of And you're on a CD-ROM <laughs> <Right. laughs> So I was struggling a bit And I went to see him And he went, ah Listen, la. i tell you what I got. Something that I haven't told many people about, but for the right place, it's yours. And he literally opened the door, in the, mm. uh, opened the drawer of his desk, right? And in it, he had these, like, in a brown envelope, he had these black and white prints of a, of a younger Amanda Holden all done up in stockings and suspenders. Whoa. And I was like, fucking hell, is that Amanda Holden? And she had just become famous in a sitcom on ITV. A school, it was. It was. I can't remember what it was called, but that was her first sort of taste of fame, and she was in the tabloids because she was with Les Dennis or what have you. And um, I went, "Fucking hell, that's Amanda Holden, all done up in stockings and suspenders and that." And he went, "Yeah." He went, "I did this as a test shoot with her when she was younger." He went, "I mean, by the way, listeners, I'm not saying younger, young, young. She was like in her twenties, but he he goes, uh, you know, before she was famous." he went and they never run anywhere they were just a test shoot he went but now that she's suddenly become famous i'm thinking they're worth something and i said yeah do you have the rights yeah sure i'll buy these and, and put them on the front cover and then we got an interview with her as well but i don't think that she knew when she did the interview that we were going to run her picture on the no. cover mm. and she went ape shit. and her publicist sent me a letter um like threatening me and condemning me and suggesting legal action now I look back on that and I think yeah they were right to be fucked off that was out of order and also you know fucking hell I don't feel particularly great about the whole lad mag girls in their knickers stuff anyway to be honest but you know it was different times is what we It going was to write I mean it
2: reminds past. me a bit you were talking there about the the, the magazines had lots of how to stuff when I was working at front magazine for a while mm. the editor was very keen to have lots of that how to stuff and he said I want it to become more educational yeah. And sort of, you know, to teach young men how to live and all that sort of thing. Right. And then within a few months, we realised that, that what the, the the readers really wanted was um, tattooed girls in their knickers, yeah. sort of slightly left field. Emo.
1: Yeah, that was that, that was front's thing, wasn't it? When it yeah. got really, that was when it got really good. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a sort of a rip off Lad Mag, and then suddenly it found its own voice. Got its, its own voice. That was yeah. About, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Then it's it closed. And then Kelvin McKenzie bought. it.
1: Oh, well, that's what happens to everyone in the end. Yeah, Kelvin McKenzie (laughs) buys you. (laughs) Kelvin (laughs) McBigface gets involved, and then you know that's the fucking death knell.
2: Um,
1: Yeah, but uh, she was right. But the point of the story is, they were right, I was wrong, I was young and naive, and they were well within their rights to be fucked off about the whole incident. But the funny thing about it is, is that my the only reason I remember that because it's, yeah, fucking hell. The amount of legal threats I've had over the years, you know, it's hard for any of them to stand out. The reason I remember they that You keep them
2: all in a binder. In yeah, your spare man, room, like that.
1: I, the reason I remember that one in particular is because I must have mentioned it to my mum at the time, and my mum has held it personally against Amanda Holden ever since. Good, she's quite like, right. She's like, that fucking Amanda Holden. I saw her on Britain's Got Talent. She sits there like butter wouldn't melt. She's a fucking cow. And I say to her now, Mum, look, that was a long time ago. And she was actually well within her rights to be fucked off that I dug up these pictures and run them without her consent. Right? And she she won't have it. She fucking hates she Amanda Holden. She trusts the
2: Delaney's. Yeah, no one yeah, crosses the I... Delaney's <laughs> and it gets forgotten about. Get out of my <laughs> pub, Holden! <laughs> I mean, when it comes to catch points, I've got um, I've got a procedure now that I stick to. Yeah. To avoid that sort of thing, on I've got a stance where I widen myself and make myself as big <laughs> oh, as possible. And the while Dawson I'm going, while, yeah. yeah, the Dawson stance. So while I'm going through the procedure, I'll look to <laughs> my left after three seconds and shout <laughs> "Fuck off!" And then I look behind me three <laughs> seconds later and I shout "Fuck off!" And then yeah. I look to my right and I shout "Fuck off!" And I repeat that while I'm doing the whole thing. I think yeah. if you present an aggressive front, that's really good. Uh, you're not yeah. going to get scammed or robbed, so yeah. that's you always should, worked. You know what? This
1: is what this feels like. It's leading to is a series of video <laughs> how-to's <laughs> for yeah. the IFS life I think skills. It
2: might be, yes, oh, top right various to
1: live skills. Because I could do a um, tea-making masterclass. Mm. You could do cashpoint procedure. Yeah. Um, we've got loads of things we could yeah, do. Yeah, it could be either them. by
2: ourselves or by some of the regular characters that have appeared on this podcast.
1: I could do a digging masterclass.
2: Oh, yeah. It could be Fucking something wow. worth, worth thinking There's about, innit? In Definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
1: IFS only, though. So if you like the sound of this, <coughs> get yourselves onto
2: patreon.com
1: mm. slash top time machine.
2: And that message uh, was especially for the fellow who complained recently about us plugging the IFS now and again. Fuck you, pal. I can't. Trying to make a fucking living here, son.
1: (laughs) Right, uh, you know what I haven't done this week? It's been a busy week, so not only have I not yet done the newsletter, which I will over the weekend, I haven't done a new chapter of Space Robbers, which is really disappointing, because last week's chapter went down really well.
2: Yeah, it's been a half-term week, though, Sam, you know, everything's in flux and turmoil, so this is what it's like for us dads. So I mean, we did promise the cunters we'd be doing Top Flight Time Machine out and about today, but we just yeah. couldn't get the logistics to work. So we'll do that no. next week.
1: Half term, any any school holidays is always a bad time. You're for lucky You look, you get anything during, during school holiday from yeah. I mean, us to be we've, honest. We've, we've you know. done quite well. I mean, this is the fourth podcast I've done in the car this week, isn't it? Yeah. Which is why probably the sound is appalling. But well, even that once that's because my kids are in my house, yeah. and. They're, you know they don't need to hear dad talking about this sort of stuff do talking they talking
2: about pictures of Amanda Holden
1: yeah no knickers so I found these pictures right of Amanda Holden they were in some sleazy scouts photographer's bottom drawer he had them in his drawer I'll pay them top dollar for them because I was fucking this CD rom would I oh hi kids
2: yeah make the best of your lives <laughs> study, study hard. Follow your <laughs> dreams.
1: <laughs> Remember all the values that I've tried to instill you with, children.
2: <laughs> oh uh, God, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> Daddy's turned into a pig man again. It's like an alter ego, kids. Uh, uh, the real daddy is me when I'm being nice and preaching my uh, champagne socialism to you. The bad, <laughs> the bad Central's daddy. Dad. The bad daddy is when you hear me snorting like a pig And talking about sexy ladies I paid for pictures of them The pretty girls I paid money
2: to In the old days (laughs) <laughs> to make the money that built, that built the house that you're living in now <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
2: terrible but you know
1: like going back to the reflections on my dad's 80 years none of us are perfect we are all human we are all hmm. flawed we are all trying our best but we all make mistakes and that's as, as true of myself as it is of my dad although much less so of myself yeah um, I, I've made made less mistakes and a better father that's true But the the principle still applies.
2: (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Um, I was going to say something, I forgot what it was. Oh, Oh, yeah. I can imagine um, this could apply to me as well. You know, when when we're we're older and possibly when we've gone, our children will want to look back at our our lives and what we achieved. And they listen to these podcasts for the first time. Oh no! Let's listen to that those podcasts that Dad did. That he did so many of that we couldn't be bothered oh, to listen he, to them. He, he, he loved them, and it, it was such a he spoke so fondly source, of them.
1: It, yeah, it was such a source of uh, of pride, and he was so passionate about it, and he put so much of himself into it. Yeah, what I do is when I'm stood at the cash point, I just turn to my right and shout
0: "Fuck off!" And then I turn to my left and shout "Fuck off!" and
1: they're like "Oh." Oh, dear. Um, (laughs) I I always was under the impression that it was something slightly more meaningful than this.
2: Oh, Um, you never know. You never know. In future generations, everyone might do that at the cash point. This
1: is our legacy. This is our legacy. (laughs) Kids, if it's the future, kids or grandchildren, if it's the future and you're listening to Grandpappy Sam now and feeling a bit ashamed... Of uh, your genetic links to him Don't be Because All you need to know is I'm quite happy Sat out here in the street In my car In my slippers In a car On a Friday morning Talking to my friend in Sunderland About these important matters of the day And also Where you are It's the future And you've probably had to develop gills So you can live uh, underwater Because planet Earth has died As we know it Right, and so it's a whole different world you're living in. But you have to understand, in in 2020, the the things that I'm talking about are actually things to be very proud of.
2: Yeah. So just so there we get, are.
1: get the get your context right, kids. It's That's all get, I'm saying.
2: Fucking get over yourselves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Basically, you little pricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we go, let's do the predictions for the weekend. Some. Okay. Here we go. Um, the Chelsea-Man United match. Nobody got anything correct in that one. Monday night, nobody could have seen Manchester United winning two 0 No, uh, not even the not, not. even results possible. No. but let's see what we've got coming up this weekend. First of all, the random fixed generator blob has um, farted out um, Burnley versus Bournemouth. So do you want to go first on that fixture. one?
1: Mm. Um, I'm going to say that that will be one 0 Burnley.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say the same. One 0 Burnley. Mm. It might not be, but Results Bot also says one 0 because that's what he does he says 1-0 to all the home fixtures second one equally tedious it's Crystal Palace versus Newcastle Um, I'll have first crack at this I fucking I don't know uh, 1-1 probably fuck knows don't even care
1: Palace 2 Newcastle 1
2: Palace 2 Newcastle 1 then we've got again it's very um, rudimentary this one it's Sheffield United versus Brighton (laughs)
1: Fucking now! I'm going to say 2-0 Sheffield United
2: 2-0 Sheffield United says Sam even though he didn't need to go first um, oh. too late um, and I'm going to go for um, again 1-0 1-0 Sheffield United
0: okay.
2: finally onto our own teams Liverpool versus West Ham Um, Hot on the heels of Manchester City versus West Ham, Sam. I know, fucking hell. You go first. (laughs) Liverpool versus West Ham. Oh, um, I'm going to go, I think just 2-0. I think Liverpool just do the job. You get out of there.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what they... They beat us at the London Stadium a few weeks ago, 2-0. City beat us 2-0 because Moyes is setting up to... It's an interesting approach where it's like he accepts defeat beforehand, but he thinks it's a victory to... Um, only lose by two mm-hmm. and he successfully pulled that out and uh, you know the way Moyes is he will definitely say that okay, I set out to lose both games 2-0 that's what I did and,
2: <laughs> keep um, the goal difference I can, down
1: I can only be I can only be proud of that I think there's yeah. a, a lot of teams who'd be absolutely delighted with those kind of results against we, uh, we knew we had quality. no chance
2: we knew we had no chance of winning but we wanted to keep the goal difference down so but I think that so as a as a positive positive
1: that is precisely what his thinking is, <laughs> and West Ham fans are furious with him about it, but in some... and I, I kind of... I'm, I'm disappointed. It's not what I want to hear, but at the same time, I can see the logic, because, no. you know, it, beating them is difficult, and not only is there a goal difference, there's also, if you get 6 now it's really hard for the players to pick themselves up in the next match. Um, that being said I do think we'll lose this one 2-0 there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of appetite for West Ham to get rid of Moyes now and replace well, him
2: it it looks to me a lot like what he did at Sunderland he came in and within about six weeks he was saying we're in a relegation battle even yeah. though he'd inherited a team that had lost four in the previous 19 Premier League games and was yeah. on the up and was pointing in the right direction and if he realises early on that there's nothing he can do it's a damage limitation for him and his reputation and I yeah. think it's exactly the same again here. I've seen it before. The thing so, is, there's
1: always, some, there's always something you can do. You yeah, know, of course there is. Always, I mean, shit teams, really shit teams have avoided relegation. Our they, they fucking squad is packed with bloody multi-million pound superstar forwards. I mean, there, yeah. there is a collection of decent players there. Um, and something's not going right. I mean, to be fair, he took over a team that wasn't going in the right direction. I think we Pellegrini needed to go. But... Uh, he he, if anything has taken West Ham backwards he's taken a shit team and
2: taken them backwards he's done it before I was surprised when he got you out of it last time when he was there because he'd been at Sunderland before that and I thought you'd be nailed on to go down but somehow he he cobbled together a decent-ish team and got you out of it but well, this I time An-
1: he... Anatovic was it was Anatovic had this more than six month period <laughs> mm. where he looked like a fucking world beater right? yeah. he looked like I thought oh, he, he should be playing in the Champions League this fella and that was one master that Moyes pulled off he, he took over and Anatovic had signed for us a few months previously and looked shit and he'd been mm. playing out on the left wing and Moyes got him and stuck him up as a lone forward that was Moyes' idea and he immediately became brilliant Right. and he scored in practically every game and it was him and him alone really mm-hmm. that kept West Ham up, that's what happened yeah. and he, he hasn't been able to do that with anyone so far um, in this spell, so it looks like we're yeah. going down. Yeah, hey so guys for more on this, why not tune into my new West, <laughs> West Ham podcast, You Irons um, in association with The Athletic
2: Very good, good plug yeah. Um, yeah. and hey, w- while you're about it, there's still a few tickets left for Athletico Mince in Birmingham this Sunday night for the 9pm show and there's only about 10 tickets left and it's really bugging me so come along buy them well, that's
1: all weird.
2: or yeah. I'll buy them and give them away at tramps um, <laughs> Sunderland versus Bristol Rovers uh,
1: Sunderland versus Bristol Rovers you can go first I, I've no idea how good Bristol Rovers are so I'm going to say 1-0 to Sunderland
2: Sam says 1-0 to Sunderland I think this will be 2-1 to Sunderland there we are I've got nothing more to say about that. Wigan versus Millwall is the last one result spots team. Of course, he is programmed to predict a 1-0 win to Wigan, but he feels no emotion, so...
1: OK, what do you say?
2: Um, I think this will be 1-0 to Wigan.
1: OK, I will say it is 2-1 to Wigan.
2: 2-1 to Wigan, right. And the predictions are now...
1: Locked
2: in! There we are. That's it for this episode, Sam.
1: That's it. It's been yeah. it's been fun. We've learnt a lot. So have I all the consulters. So. Subscribe yeah. to the IFS, watch our film. It is by I mean if you don't believe us, just look on social media. Everyone who's seen it is saying <clears> that it's better than Parasite, which yeah. I would say it easily is. Parasite was disappointing if anything.
2: Was it? I haven't seen it yet, but I'll no, uh, I
1: mean it's it's good. It's good, but it doesn't rock your weld in the way that you imagine it should do. In the way that on the face. Like, like, yeah, does. that's a good film. Yeah, yeah no, it's not, nothing. It doesn't make you reassess your fucking worldview like on the <laughs> coins <stars>. does.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I'll be looking out for the uh, the Dawson stance at cash point machines across the land this weekend as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Send us to a
1: picture it. or a video if if you manage to do it yeah. this weekend. Get get one of your mates to film it. We'd love to see it.
2: Good stuff. There we are. Thanks for listening, everyone. TT Authentic ads. Yeah, keep it cunty Just rest.